Welcome to CEO Crossing. Owning a business is hard, especially when you are crossing over from one challenge only to be met with another. CEO Crossing is your source for inspiration, education, and reformation. It's where CEOs tell their stories, drop their knowledge, and help you succeed by showing you how to avoid their previous mistakes or take lessons they've already learned to help you accelerate your growth and success. Do you have a thirst for knowledge? Join us as host Paul Kirch helps you cross over by bringing you powerful insights and dynamic expert guests. And don't forget to jump in and join our social learning network by visiting ceocrossing.org. ceocrossing.org. And simply apply for membership today. Now, let's welcome the host of CEO Crossing, Paul Kirch. Paul Kirch. Hey, folks, it's Paul Kirch, host of CEO Crossing. I'm grateful you're here today. So I want to talk about a couple of different areas, one of those being content. In terms of digital marketing, your online strategy, content is king. And it used to be that if you created content, you were going to get exposure, a good website, a good article, a good video. It was going to get viewership. Well, it's gotten harder and harder for content to get organic exposure. And I'll explain why. See, there's a couple different areas. One, there's a lot of competing information. There's a lot of information available. There's so many people out there producing podcasts and putting up videos and articles that there's just a sea of information for the average person that they're getting exposed to. And they have to pick and choose what they want to watch or view or read. And that's one piece. But on top of it, these search engines, and I'm going to lump in Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, all these social platforms are search engines in their own right, along with Google and Bing and other search engines. People are understanding that it's harder and harder to get exposure because the search engines want to get paid. Often it's a pay-to-play platform to get really good exposure on your content. That doesn't mean that you can't still get organic exposure. Of course you can. You know, sometimes a good YouTube channel or YouTube video will get word of mouth referrals. Somebody just put out this great video. You got to go check it out. And it spreads like wildfire. It can still happen, but it is harder and harder because the search engines want to get paid. You know, Facebook has gotten really smart in terms of building a platform where they have a good ad engine, which allows you to be very effective if you put a little bit of money towards advertising and you know what you're doing. But in terms of putting up a video or a post on Facebook today and getting a ton of organic exposure, it's harder than it once was. And this is true for everyone. It doesn't matter how established a brand you are. There are people out there that have millions of followers that are seeing a decline in organic exposure. And it's hard to stay ahead of the algorithms that these search engines leverage so we don't always know what we can do to i guess trick the system or put ourselves in a best position to win but we do need to be putting out good content in terms of getting exposure organically supplement it with a little advertising spend and you might just find that it works extremely well it can be very effective now one thing that is a challenge however is where do you send people so let's say you're putting an ad up on facebook or you're putting an ad up on LinkedIn. Are you driving people to an article on LinkedIn or a a page or a group on Facebook? Well, if you don't own that asset that you're driving them to, uh, that can be a mistake. That doesn't mean that you don't get benefit in driving to a page where you get some likes and you get some people following you. That can be a good thing. But I'm a big fan of driving people to a brand or an asset that you actually own like your website. That's a great place to drive people to because on your website, you can capture this lead. 
You can build a relationship there and you can start to gain exposure in a really creative way. And what happens if you're leveraging a Facebook group and all of a sudden Facebook changes the rules? They say one day, hey, look, you know what? We like uh, your group. It's been great, but we're changing the rules and now you no longer qualify because you violate our terms and conditions and we're shutting your business down. Now, that may sound extreme, right? But it happens. It's happened to several people I know. I've seen several businesses go under because they were leveraging a single source of traffic or a single source where they were driving that traffic that they didn't own and the rules changed. So be very careful. This is why we often say you should diversify your approach. Advertise in multiple places, um, expose, get lead exposure from different places, and then where you're driving them, it should be an asset you ultimately own at some point. Now, that doesn't mean you can't go through Facebook to a group, but eventually you want to try and drive those people to an asset you own so you can start to build that relationship outside of that platform. I've seen so many people get stung because they say, hey, this is working. Why change it? Well, ownership of the asset is a critical piece and a critical component when the rules can be changed very quickly. So just be aware of that. Now, in terms of getting people to your website, you know, maybe you're putting up some content, you're paying some advertising, it's working, people are taking interest, they come to your website, you're getting thousands of visitors, but almost nobody's signing up for your newsletter, hardly anybody's downloading your free opt-in, you can't get people to fill out the form. So this is where it becomes extremely frustrating as a marketer and advertiser, you go, well, gosh, what I'm doing is working. People are coming to my website and I can see that they're visiting multiple pages. They must be spending time on the site because I can see that their their time on, on each page is really, really good. This looks really promising, but yet they're not opting in. Well, how do you build a relationship with these people? So there are definitely ways to take advantage of people that come to your website and that don't want to opt in. You know, we have become very... I guess, highly sensitive to the idea that people are trying to capture our email information. I don't know about you, but I have so many forms and things I've filled out over time that I have constantly an issue of deleting spam, deleting emails that I've signed up for, uh, you know, un, excuse me, unsubscribing from maybe multiple links that I had joined. And I'm sure you can relate to this. So when somebody comes to your website, you need to be very respectful of the fact that, hey, it doesn't mean they don't like your brand. It doesn't mean they're not interested. It just means that they may not see value in what you're offering enough to give you their personal identifiable information. So we need to do things to make sure that we're testing and giving them reasons to trust us as a brand. But on top of it, there are other things you can do. You can actually leverage those visitors by looking at their IP address. If you're a B2B marketer, this is much more true than B2C marketing, but with B2B marketing, you can capture a lot of visitors to your website without having them fill out information. And there's nothing wrong with doing this. There's nothing illegal about it. It allows you to find ways to market to them. And if even if you market can't market directly to them, you can have an idea of the audience that is attracted to your brand and you can start to do some campaigns, like maybe you run some retargeting ads. You know, retargeting and remarketing is those types of ads where, let's say you go out to a website and you look at a lamp. 
And then all of a sudden you are on a news site and you see an ad for that same lamp and you go, wow, that's really bizarre. I was just, I was just looking at that lamp. So now all of a sudden you have given that person who is interested in that lamp another reason to come back and buy that lamp. You've given them another reason to remember you. Top of mind awareness can be huge. Let's say that I wanted to buy that lamp, but my kids were yelling at me. I had to go take my kids to school or something like that. And then later I forget about it. Well, I see that ad show up and now I'm like, I still want that lamp. So you go out and buy that lamp. So these are different ways to expose people to your content more than once or expose them to your brand. And another thing that's really key to leverage on your website are things like exit intent pop-ups. So if somebody is trying to navigate away from your website, let's say they came on, looked at some information, they didn't really see any reason to sign up and or they maybe even missed your offer and they go to navigate away from the website. The minute they drag that mouse cursor up to the, the navigation bar, a little window pops up and says, hey, before you leave, have you downloaded our top 10 reasons why uh, you should be investing in this type of of uh, stock. That may be just the trigger that says to them, hey, you know what? I really do want that information. And so they go ahead and opt in. It's just one more opportunity to catch somebody before they exit. So there are a lot of things you can do to capture those leads or convert more leads that are coming to your website. Because at the end of the day, leads are really useless if they don't convert. That doesn't mean that that they're truly useless. Leads are a good thing, but leads need to be converted at a high rate or you're wasting money. Now, if you get to the point where you're putting $2 into your marketing and getting $4 out, that's a beautiful thing. Even if your conversions are low, if you can just convert those at a little bit higher rate, man, you're, you're going to the bank in style. But at the end of the day, that's what it comes down to is leads must be converted. So you need to be constantly testing. So you're maybe running your ads and you're creating content, but you're not doing anything to test what's working on your website. You built your website two years ago. You haven't touched it since. And you're like, hey, you know what? People come to the website, they're going to buy. Well, why not go out and test ads, test, test headlines, test different things on your website, maybe move an image here instead of content and see if that's causing people to convert at a higher rate. Little changes can make a huge difference. So these are definitely some of the things that we need to be looking at in terms of online marketing. And, and, I, and I say all this because I own a digital marketing agency called Sellians.com. And this is what we do on a daily basis. And, and I, I'm bringing this up because this just happened where I had this conversation with somebody who's a very avid content creator. They create very good content, but they're seeing a huge decline in organic exposure. And what's the first thing they think? Oh, my content isn't good. People aren't aren't interested in it. No, it's very frustrating for a lot of us to create content on a regular basis. The exposure is harder and harder to get without search engine optimization, without paid advertising. And when we do get people that are exposed to it, we want to do what we can to capture their attention and be able to reach out to them in other ways. So if you get people that are coming to your website and they opt in, well, you have a chance to market with them or market to them or build a relationship with them, make offers to them. You can build affinity to your brand by marketing the right way. But if they just come to your website and leave and never come back, well, it's a lost opportunity. 
So the other thing I want to talk about is at CEO Crossing, the reason this platform was built, the reason that it matters is Eric Bell and I have this passion for helping entrepreneurs and business leaders succeed. We both have been there. We've seen the ups, we've seen the downs, and we know what it's like when we're trying to do it alone. We also know what it's like when we've got support. So we built CEO Crossing because we wanted to give people a platform where they can network, they can learn, they can grow, and they can drive prosperity for their life and their business. Now, prosperity can come in many ways. Prosperity isn't just a financial thing. However, financial prosperity allows you to invest back in your business, allows you to invest back in the community. So one of the things that has been really critical for us is that we create a platform where you can network with other like-minded professionals that are on a similar path. You can learn and grow from us. You can learn and grow from those who are doing bigger things than you and say, hey, you know what? I want to do more of this in my business. And then we also hope that that in turn makes you want to give back. You want to help others. You want to give more content. We provide education through some of these amazing thought leaders that are part of our program and a part of our community who are educating our members on better ways to run their business. You know, all the mistakes that they made that allowed them to become a leader in their space are things that we can avoid. All those mistakes they made, we can avoid those mistakes because we learn what not to do. We learn what didn't work for them. We learn before we make that same mistake ourselves. And I will tell you that throughout my career, being a part of mastermind groups, being a part of uh, coaching programs, these are things that have just 10x'd my ability to earn. And they're important that all of us take advantage of this. And the growth that comes from being a part of a group like this is not just professional. I mean, professional growth is key, but we grow personally. We grow uh, you know, in ways that we don't even anticipate better confidence, a better understanding of what it takes to be a, a solid marketer, what it takes to be a better father, a better, uh, you know, spouse. These are things that really, really matter. And this is all what turns around and drives prosperity in our lives and our business. So we hope you'll come check out CEO Crossing out of ceocrossing.com. And I would love to have you join us on our journey as we are doing everything we can to help impact the lives of thousands of entrepreneurs around the world. So come out to ceocrossing.com. Check us out. My name is Paul Kirch, host of CEO Crossing. I'm so glad you joined us today. And I look forward to seeing you out in the community. Take care. Thanks for tuning in to CEO Crossing with our host, Paul Kirch. Be with us next time when we share stories and inspiring lessons brought to you by guest CEOs and business leaders who are helping pave the path to success. If you have questions or ideas to share, email us at podcast at ceocrossing.org. No matter your experience level, business leadership is hard and no one should go it alone. Cross over at ceocrossing.org. ceocrossing.org. And let us help you accelerate your business success today.